Light beer, dark money. Agree on something. Politics, culture, and the intersection of faith, freedom, and free enterprise. And now, live from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, here are your hosts, Light Beer, Chris Clements, and Dark Money, Sean Noble. Welcome back to another episode of Light Beer, Dark Money. I'm Sean Noble. And I'm Chris Clements. How you and, doing, Sean? Uh, I'm doing well. The yeah. uh, the presidential race gets more crowded. It did get more crowded this. We've week. had three more people announced. We're now at ten. Now, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Well, um, because it looks like what's being reported across pretty much every major media is that Trump has been told that he's going to be indicted. Yes, the latest the is that the Justice Department has said that they. Uh, he is a target. Trump told he is a target of special counsel's Mar-a-Lago probe. Which we kind of assumed. Yeah. But they were looking at other people. But this is evidence that he is definitely in the crosshairs. Um, of course, he will use this as I'm a victim. There will be the Trump loyalists. Not I'm a will, victim. This is the greatest witch hunt. Yeah. In the history of the planet. But this is a guy who took classified documents. But he says he declassified them. Uh, that's what that's he's claiming. Works. He that's may be claiming that. But still, he's, an but indictment a, of a former president. And for, that they have a recording of him bragging about taking documents that he knew were classified, thereby... He, but, then, but then what do you do with all of Biden's classified documents and closets and behind Corvettes? I, I mean, what do you I do with that? I think the difference... At this point, in my mind, the difference is that Trump was actively blocking the return of documents after the request. From, after the request from the archives. Yeah. And the Justice yeah. Department. Yeah. And we don't know what, uh, you know, they, we know that the prosecutor has been looking at what kind of um, deals, business deals were done after Trump left office in Relation to potential documents he had in place. And well, we know one business deal that was done, and that's the selling of the Trump Hotel in Washington D.C. for yeah. a whopping like five hundred million yeah. or whatever it was. You did make a pretty penny on that. Yeah, one. they did. They did. So but, this uh, week we had Chris Christie, Doug Burgum, Doug yes. Burgum. That's the Household name that we name. could not get last week. Household name. I listened to our podcast. I'm like, why could I not get his name? He's a very nice guy. He he's, he seems. I watched a video of him. He seems like a nice guy. But he's nobody knows who he no, is. He's a successful business guy yeah. who had a you know tech company in North Dakota of all places. He's the governor of North Dakota. Apparently, a very good conservative governor. Uh, probably would be. His name is not Christy Nome. Yeah, that's South Dakota. Oh, I know. But she, she's rumored <laughs> to jump in as well. Well, that would be The Dakotas could be in play. Which would be amazing. Yeah. When's that ever happened? Yeah. I mean, what is up there besides fracking and fracking? Well, I, look, so I've never been to North. The North Dakota is one of the very, one of three states. Yeah. Maybe two. I think North Dakota and Alaska are the only two states that I haven't been to. Okay. Um, and based on the... The video, his announcement video, it looked very similar to Wyoming. <laughs> the reason I say that is because Alex, yeah, our intrepid uh, videographer, uh, 
did a lot of video work for a governor's race that I did up there with Harriet Hageman. Oh, yeah. And uh, we did a lot of, he used his drone to get vistas and trains and all that stuff. Well, and that's was, beautiful country. Yeah, and I, this stuff that was in the Bergham video looked very similar. Well, that, that country is, is just you know, miles and miles and miles of government-owned you know, forestry and everything else. Yeah. I wonder how much is North Dakota. And national private, parks. Yeah. Some of those beautiful national parks there. So, the and then. Yeah, I sat next to him at a RGA at meeting. I did. Really? Uh, and I had to pick my brain at this. And my first RGA meeting when uh, when Trump was first elected, and, and Mike Pence gave the address at that. It was down in Orlando. And I sat next to Doug Burgum. He was a really nice guy. Hmm. And, uh, and that's the first time I met then President or Vice President elect Pence. And uh, actually stood in, uh, he addressed uh, the evening dinner at one of the dinners I went to. And uh, I stood in line and shook his hand. And, and I thanked him for standing up for people of faith in the country. And speaking of Pence, he announced as well. And he announced as well. Yesterday, or a couple of days ago. And yesterday, he showed that he is willing to come out swinging against Trump. Yeah. Um, but they, he does it in such a respectful way. Well, like it's not, it's, it's, it's a swing, but it's, you know, yeah. So it's not, he's, he's not mean about anything. I, I, I actually really appreciate this quote. I yeah. believe that anyone who puts themselves over the constitution should never be president of the United States. And anyone who asks someone else to put them over the constitution over, put them over the constitution should never be president of the United States again. That the direct shot that's right at it's, Trump, but it's a direct shot. But it's truthful. Well, yeah, it's truthful. It's truthful. It's, he it's, wanted to it's suspend co- the Constitution. It's cordial, <laughs> and and uh, the wag. And what's really cordial, interesting? I don't know about cordial. I think it's, well, I mean, Mike Pence. I mean, come on. But he did it with a smile. Yes, he did it with a smile on his face. But what's really interesting, and I think, I think this is important, is that uh, now, I mean, with the entrance of Mike Pence and him taking, you know, these direct shots with DeSantis swinging and laying haymakers the the pouncing on donald trump will be well neither neither pence nor DeSantis have done anything remotely close to what chris christie did in his town hall that was what i was just gonna get to new hampshire that's what where he basically called her called him the grifter in chief and talked about all of the sweetheart deals that he and his family have garnered as a result of him being in the white house yeah and it was a it was brutal christie is i mean and i and i think that christie is basically said i am here to to be the grenade to blow up donald trump and if i if that puts me in a position to win great but i think he's his first and foremost his goal is to blow up donald trump yeah i don't think he has much of a chance of winning um i don't know how much traction he's going to get out of the east you know beyond his core supporters and maybe some people on the East coast. Well, Peggy um, Noonan had a pretty interesting column because she made a pretty good point that prior to him running for president, if you really look back at the, you know, his two terms as governor, other than kind of the Bridgegate scandal near the end, which is a typical Jersey type thing. 
I mean, he did some really amazing stuff for a blue state like New Jersey. No, he was an incredibly effective governor. governor and showed how how a Republican can win in a blue state and govern effectively in a blue state. For sure, he was the poster child of that. Um, you know, Sununu up in New Hampshire is, is probably another one. You know, however, uh, you know, he got a little full of himself with Bridgegate and some other things that he stepped in and— and one thing that she said in that article that I remember is is to own all of it. Just own yeah. it. Yeah. Going forward, don't make excuses. Don't do anything that, that would make you trip over it. Just own it. Just own it, and people will respect you for that moving forward. Right. So you have, uh, I mean, I don't know if I can get through all of them, because you have, obviously, Donald Trump. You have Vivek. Mickey Haley. You have uh, Ron DeSantis. We have Tim Scott. Uh, we've got Larry Elder. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I haven't seen his announcement as yet. I, I mean, he's officially in, but I haven't. I, I don't. Did he do an announcement? I, I don't know. I presume, maybe, maybe not. Um, and then that's five. I'm five off. So then you got Burgum, Pence, and Christie Vivek. Oh, Vivek, right? How do you say his last name? Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. And I'm missing one. This is terrible. And then the one that's still in a question mark. You say Nikki? I said Nikki. Yeah. The one that's still a question mark is uh, uh, Yunkin, who kind of threw his hat back out into the possibility. So there's yeah. 11 potential. There's 10 that have announced. Well, do you think Christy Nome will, will join the Oh, that's, I guess that's a possibility. I kind of think that it's, I mean, Mm. Uh, she's been I rumored. Don't I don't know. Why am I here's, here's a great quote something. from Chris Christie. I just looked up a lonely, self-consumed, self-serving mirror hog. Mirror is hog. not a leader. <laughs> mirror hog. <laughs> <laughs> Even our producer Rob was laughing at that. Oh my uh, goodness! I mean, Chris he Christie's forgot to say have, orange. He, yeah, he's going to have some. I mean, it will be interesting to see whether Trump does do the any of the debates. Because really, that's necessary for Chris Christie to really lay into him and have some impact. They need to be on the same stage together, I think. But uh, do you think um, do you think Trump is still going to avoid the debates? I, th- I, th- I think he. I think he's going to be told he should. Yeah, but I don't I, know, his ego his might get ego, in the way. I, right? Maybe the first one, but his his poll numbers. I mean, make no mistake, his poll numbers are going to start. To fade, I mean, well, as these the, indictments pile up, as all these I would, other I would, issues, I would, as I, as we've said before, the national polls are meaningless. Yeah. Look at the state polls, and some of the state polls are starting to show some tightening of this race. Yeah, I mean, it's not a thirty-point lead like it was before. It's you know, well, there's there's digits. been some polling that's been done in Iowa that where his lead has completely collapsed. Yeah, and and the path to victory for Pence specifically in Iowa, is Iowa, or to the presidency, is Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. I read that article the other day as well. Because of his, you know, evangelical Christianity, that plays well in Iowa, more so than New Hampshire. And so that his best bet to even make a dent is winning Iowa. Well, I... I And South Carolina. I firmly believe that we're going to have three different winners in Iowa, New Hampshire, and South South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. I think you're right. 
So, so if you were so to predict, because Carolina, you're, you're yeah. the prognosticator, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. we were the I've prognosticators so good at in November and, and blew it. Oh, I'm so good at that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, Iowa will be, Iowa's always a bit of a wild card. Yeah. I mean, remember Ted Cruz won Iowa. Santorum won yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Santorum. Well, that kind of shows you where the electorate is there. So the idea that but Pence the problem can actually Santorum, make a dent Santorum is won not Iowa, far off. But they didn't announce that Santorum won Iowa until like two weeks later. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I do. That was so long ago. And, and he spent no money. He, he took his pickup truck and he went to every single county. And, and every and single it paid fair. Off, and it paid off. And, and ate it, every single deep But it didn't give him the big mo. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. And on the Republican side, has anyone who won Iowa won the presidency recently? Yeah, I mean that's that was because Cruz the thing won was, Iowa this last time. Yeah, right? he did. And or in two sixteen, I, I was that's what I was going to say. Is Iowa even important anymore? Because really, the momentum for for the presidency seems to be New Hampshire, South Carolina, those two, and the Super Tuesday, and then that care seems to carry. And um, Iowa, Iowa just seems to be an afterthought. They're first. They love being first, well, especially was, in the in the, in the Republican side. I was definitely an afterthought on the Democrat side because the Democrats have yeah, tried they, to abandon it completely. Yeah, they torpedoed really it. Gonna, They're starting off in South Carolina. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be... It's Well, they're starting off in South Carolina, but they're not allowing... It, basically anybody to run against Joe Biden because they're trying to silence every single, you know, all three of them or whatever. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. I mean, RFK, RFK was, is, was kicked off of uh, Instagram. He was kicked off of Facebook. But he's now back. Now he's back. You but know, he did. He did. He had a really interesting interview with uh, on, on Twitter. Yeah. Elon with, Musk with did Elon him on Twitter, Twitter spaces. And then and he was uh, he was filming from from Yuma. Yep, he was down the, the border just talking two days about. Ago. Yeah, talking. About, it was two a.m. and the, and he was talking about we would watch the hundred and fifty people come across the border from all over these places. I mean, I've never seen a Democrat down there doing that. Nope. Um, Not even our our fair senators and <laughs> Jack Dorsey, former oh, Twitter, yeah. former the, CEO the founder, of Twitter. the founder of Twitter, has endorsed uh, RFK Jr. I think he's you're going to see a lot uh, more people do that. He's got a, he's he's got a number of Silicon Valley types that are jumping on board. So yeah, that, and make no mistake, it's, RFK is a is a liberal. <laughs> I mean, some yeah. conservatives because of his views on vaccines and how he came out against Fauci and Fauciism and, and everything. Obviously, there was an alignment with conservatives there, but beyond that, there's not much. No, he's very liberal. I mean, he comes, he's a Kennedy for crying out loud. Now, well, he, let's not he, put that. Again. Is he different than? Your your standard primary voting Democrat now probably probably not as well. The difference radical. between he and Joe Biden is very stark, and that is that he's living versus dying. <laughs> he's I alive. Mean, he can oh, he, he he can walk up a flight of stairs. He can walk down a flight of stairs and actually hold his own on he a stage. He can be awake at two a.m. filming a video yes, at the border. He can be awake at two a.m. filming a video at the border with. Hundreds of, of migrants behind him and, and greet them accordingly, cohesively. Now, his, he does have that, 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 those vocal issues that he inherited from his, his grandmother. And, and that's a little disarming, but he seems to deal with it well. And he, he's polling at 25, 30%. Well, and it's, there's going to be. And you got to think that's going to grow. Yeah, there's going to be mounting pressure on Biden to do a debate. 
because people are going to say, look, you got to prove that you have the chops to get through a pre- or a general does election he even and- make it there? Does Maybe. he does he bow out and anoint Kamala? Kamala? I, look, if it's Kamala, then it's RFK. If yeah. she if, if if Biden bows out and hands it over to Kamala, it this is going to RFK's to lose. And it, you know, this is not 1980 when when Ted Kennedy. Keep in mind, this is now the second time a Kennedy has taken on yeah. an incumbent Democrat president. But it seems like RFK also is willing to go talk to anybody. Yeah. And I, I find he's that not afraid I, of- I find that admirable. He was on well when when Tucker had a show. He was on Tucker and he was on Elon Musk and he's been on well, Fox. He did a podcast he's been on CNN. With, uh, he's been he's He did been a everywhere. podcast with uh, James O'Keefe. Yeah. He did a podcast with James O'Keefe. So he's not afraid of the conservative questions. He's not afraid of the liberal questions. He's not afraid of anybody. Right. So I'll just come talk to you. And the conservative, again, the conservative sort of um, fascination with RFK has to do with his his views on vaccines and his uh, views on Fauciism, Dr. Faustus. Right. So this is going to be a very, very interesting cycle. Uh, The next few months with this, you know, again, a crowded Republican field. Uh, the, the drama of what's going to happen on the Democrat side, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's something else. Well, it at least we else. have people, you know, running. <laughs> I mean, the well, Democrats are, I, I, you've I got Marianne say, Williamson, you've got RFK. Yeah, and, no, I've, well, and you know, obviously the incumbent president that, that, you know, keeps the field smaller, but I do have to say that when I think about who would be the potential if, if Biden wasn't around. The Republican field is significantly stronger than the Democrat field. Well, I mean, and, and take Trump out of the mix and you've got 10 top notch ready now people who could who could do well in a general election. And yeah, and, and, maybe and, and generally would do well in the job. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not be deer in the headlights like Trump was. Right. For six, eight months. <laughs> yeah. Just flailing. But uh, yeah, I agree with that. But you have to think that, you know, Gretchen Whitmer, um, governor from California, Gavin Newsom, they're all just waiting. You got to think they're just ready to pounce. Yeah. Because even Gavin, he's, he's quietly, my understanding is that he's quietly going and raising money just around the country, making little speeches, trying to, he, you know, he wants to appeal to the center of the country. I don't know how he does that with how, what a mess his state is. Yeah, I think that's a pretty tall order. Did you see the, the Babylon Bee the other day? No. So Gavin Newsom is, is screaming about uh, DeSantis sending like 16 migrants to, to Sacramento and saying what a small man uh, DeSantis is. And, and then Babylon Bee is like, uh, Florida, Florida welcomes like another 100,000 Californians. Californians. Yeah, exactly. To the state. Exactly. Which is what's happening. Right. Well, we'll have to see how this plays out. Well, I mean, it's all, people have, you know, different, different viewpoints on it, but it's great for our country. You know, seeing this, people jumping in, making their arguments, making, being in the arena, as, as Teddy Roosevelt famously said, and I think it's important. Yeah. And again, the sad thing about on the Democratic side, when you have a flailing president whose poll numbers are going down, not up, 
whose health is constantly called into question. He was at the Air Force Academy and took a spill for the ages that was that everyone, Democrat, Republican, didn't really matter, looked at and said, oh, my gosh, that's, that's not a good thing. Right. Not a good look. Not good for our country. Not good for Joe Biden. What are we going to do? Yeah. So it's a, that's that's the scary part. So we have to apologize to our friends in Arkansas. We forgot Asa Hutchinson. Oh, Asa That's Hutchinson. <laughs> That's right. You know, we should apologize to, um, you know, our friends, the James, because they, they've been helping Asa with some stuff. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Gordon sorry, Lisa. Lisa. Sorry, guys. So sorry about that. I mean, yeah, he is forgettable. <laughs> he is forgettable. He got, I mean, his, his claim to fame was, you know, not wanting to trans the kids. So it's his, he's got some issues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, this place yeah. <laughs> what does he pull it at? Half a percent. <laughs> if that, <laughs> I mean, at least Pence gets in, he's pulling at six. Yeah. And he, he eclipsed Vivek and, and Nikki like almost immediately. Um, certain people, if, if, if you don't get a bump after August, after the, first debate <laughs> you really need to well and it, i think that there will be i, I think the fall will, yeah. the, the, will the race for the cabinet post is a is a great race i appreciate it um we need good cabinet members but at some point you got to take yourself out yeah scott walker actually had a really great op-ed piece in the wall street journal about running for president and the mistakes that he made as one of the leaders you know he was he was an leading, early like he was an early yeah. leader and he didn't make enough he made his race more about what he did in Wisconsin and not what he would do for the country. Mm. And I think he was taking a lo- directing that a lot at, at DeSantis. You know, get off. What you, everyone knows what you did for Florida. What are you going to do, do for, for America? For America. Yeah. You know, that's good advice. It was great advice. That's good advice. Because that's yeah. a guy that was the, you know, he was, he was the, the front runner, one the of league. the front runners, you know, along, along with Jeb Bush. And another example of a red you know, uh, of a blue state, kind of a purple state, uh, get, becoming more red now, and and largely because of what Scott Walker was able to do right. there, right? Taking on the teachers' unions, taking on the legislature, and getting some really monumental legislation passed. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how this goes. Yes, we will. Until then, until next time. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> God bless. See ya.